Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Overflow, the podcast. Are you filling everyone's cup meanwhile your energy and inspiration is drained? I believe when you move from overdrive to overflow, you have a supply of energy for people around you and all the demands of life so that you can tackle them with ease. Overflow is an experience of being in the zone with all your attention, so much so you momentarily forget everything else. This show is your weekly guide. Let's build a plan for making time for pure enjoyment or being fully absorbed in the complexity of your work or studies because this ambition will fill you up because you're not here to be average, you're here to be awesome. I'm Kimberly Snyder, motivational speaker, student of positive psychology, advocate and champion of people. I'm your cheerleader and your biggest fan. So fill up your cup, savor the moment as we chat and nourish the mind, body and soul so we can respond to life's challenges and find your overflow. Hello and welcome back. Welcome to the Overflow podcast. This is yours truly, Kimberly Snyder. I wonder if you listened to last week's episode about good mornings. I wonder if you found some simple strategies to help you think about how to set yourself up for success, how to start your day on a positive note. I wonder if you thought about what small techniques, sort of little games or helping your senses, what can you do to set yourself up, your mind, your body, your heart, so that you have a strong and calm day so that you are living your best life, what I would call living in your overflow. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, I have been asked about morning, morning routine, morning mindset. I'm going to recommend go back, listen, put that on your um, to-do list as you're driving or as you're going for your nature walk. Make sure you listen to last week's episode and also share with us on social media, how are you managing your mornings? What strategies do you have to set you up for success? We'd love to hear, love to hear your feedback. Please share and reach out on um, social media. I'm always interested in your feedback and your input. So for today, I wanted to talk about decision making. And I wanted to think about how can we make smarter, stronger, decisions and what is a technique or a strategy, a system that we could put in place to support us in our decision making. And I would say there's three with a foundational fourth strategies I'd like to talk about. And the first one is how do you want to feel? Really thinking about how are you doing? How are you feeling? So I'm approaching a decision to be made. And step one is, how am I feeling? Step two might be changing our perspective. 
Step three is reflecting on our own resilience. And the foundation that sort of holds it all, you might guess, is the universe. I think the universe is, is leaving, dropping, sort of tapping on our shoulder clues along the way. And I wonder if you are paying attention, if you're listening, if you're aware of those universe clues. Okay, so step one, let's talk about how do you feel? How do you want to feel? I think the first thing in decision making is checking in with how are you feeling? When you check in with how you're feeling, I think that's a clue towards, am I going to be making a positive decision, a negative decision? Am I looking at this through rose-colored glasses? Or what's the opposite of rose-colored glasses? Am I in such a grump? And I Am I in such a mood that it's actually not a good time for me to be making a decision? So step one is, how do you feel? And if you think about it, when you have a deadline or a due date, or maybe you reflect when you were in school and there was exams, we start to get anxious. Now there's a due date. Now the rubber hits the road. We've got to get studying or get working or finalize the presentation. And so checking in, how do I feel? Do I feel the chaos or do I feel the confidence? And when you are aware of how you feel, you may need to change your state. And so one option is, gosh, if thinking about exams, you know, we've got to keep studying through the night. Would it be jump and into a cold shower, wake up, get that adrenaline pumping? So I'm changing my state to get my adrenaline going, to get my drive going, to get that adrenaline pumping so that we can solve for the exam or the deadline or the big presentation. Another idea in changing your state, changing how you feel, might be going for a calm walk. Putting your coat on if it's winter where you are, like it is here. Putting your coat on, putting your gloves on, and going for a walk in nature. Maybe it's meandering. Maybe it's marching through the snow. And I think that alone, the physical act of walking, moving, getting your heart pumping, sort of clears your mind so that when you do need to come back to your desk and make a decision, you've had a moment to regain control so that you can make a good decision. So it might be a cold shower, might be a walk in nature. What can you do to change your state. And I would also insert in there one woman leader that I admire was saying if she looks ahead at her week and she knows that it's going to be a busy week or demanding, there are going to be decisions to be made, at the beginning of the week she prepares for those and she writes down, so in her journal she would write down what are some possible responses and phrases that she might use in the event there's a sense 
that she is being pressured to make the decision. So she's anticipating that at the beginning of the week, and she's going to be writing down some of her responses, which are, I'm not going to be making this decision in this meeting. I need to gather some facts. I need to, I will make a decision. You know, I would like to, whatever her phrases and comments are, she's preparing for that in advance so that there won't be any pressure. And equally, she will be clear and declare, I'm not making a decision in this meeting. I will make a decision. I would like to review the facts or the demands or other people's perspective. And so really trying to gain control of the moment and linking it to how am I feeling? So if you're in a bad mood, if you haven't had your coffee yet, it's been a rush all morning, maybe now is not the time to make a decision. Maybe I need to eat. I haven't eaten. I need some breakfast. Can you hear my tummy rumbling? Maybe I need to eat. Maybe I need to go for a walk. So really being self-aware about how am I feeling, which is impacting my thoughts and possibly my response in making that decision. So step one is, how are you? How do you feel? Okay, so step two, so you need to make a decision. You're not sure how or what the decision or what the right decision or best decision is. So step two is change your perspective. And by this, I mean, I often think about when I talk about overflow and overflowing and self-care and taking care of ourselves so that we can take care of many others and lead teams and run businesses, I think about many women, gosh, myself included, who would be happy to give advice to a friend, to slow down, to take a day off, to tell them it's okay to rest. And in my past, whether it was corporate or whether it was as an entrepreneur, the go, 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 the not so nine to five, while I would give the advice that rest is productive to someone else, when it came to me and my life and all the things on my shoulders, the world, all everything that I was juggling, I wouldn't take that same advice. So if it comes around to a decision, we need to make a decision and we want to make sure we're giving the best advice, I wonder if you could think of it this way. What advice would I give my best friend? What would I say to her? What advice, what counsel, what recommendations would I have for her today? The other change of perspective you could do is, I certainly enjoy my cup of coffee in the morning. And I see a lot of motivational, inspirational quotes on coffee cups. In that moment where you're trying to make a decision, pause, change your perspective. 
if my favorite cup of coffee had a quote on it for me today, what would that quote be? What would that motivational phrase be for me today as I am in this decision? Another concept you might consider in changing your perspective might be, what if it was your mentor, your daughter, your son? What advice would you have for them? And or what advice might they have for you today? If you were to turn to them and say, what is possible? What should I do? What would be courageous? What's an even bigger goal? One might be, what advice would you give them? And a more scary, uh, another different perspective might be, what advice would they have for you? If you could look into their eyes and listen, what advice would they have for you today? And one other change your perspective that I would just add is sometimes if you're entering into a decision and you're thinking about how might I respond, how might this be more, um, more ideal, better, uh, more interesting. One last tip I have is what if you change your perspective to the offender? So sometimes in leadership, at work, I would say personal too, sometimes we can't come to a decision or we can't think about how we want to respond because we are so offended by someone or some action or something. What if we changed our perspective to the offender? And or what if you change the offender? So let's say you're at work, you need to have a difficult conversation with someone, and obviously there's a history there, there's quite a story there. What if we change their perspective? What if I said to you, now imagine that person that you need to have a difficult conversation with, a performance management conversation with. Imagine if that person was your best friend. Imagine if that person was your mentor, your daughter, your son. Sometimes when we change our perspective, when we think about not just replying to that person, we sort of tap into our values and who we are at our core. So rather than thinking about how are we going to communicate with that person, it's more about how are we going to communicate in this situation. So changing our perspective, whether it's giving or receiving advice to someone we love, respect, honor, or whether it is communicating. So rather than communicating with the person who has upset us, um, or who has made it difficult, I'm calling them the offender. What if that offender wasn't that person? Could we change our perspective and wonder, what if that person was our best friend and they offended us and we needed to respond to them or make a decision or have a conversation? What if that person was our daughter, our son? And then I wonder if you could see your way through to decision-making 
to communicating and truly being aligned with authentically who you are. So we're talking about decision-making. First is, how do you want to feel? And really thinking about the state, the mental state, the mental capacity that you're in. And thinking about, are you in a good mood or a bad mood? Are you grumpy? Are you hungry? And will you be making the decision from that place? And do you need to change? Do you need to go for a walk? Do you need to crank up your favorite song and dance around and put some positive energy so that you can problem solve, brainstorm, and come to an even better solution, communication. Two is change your perspective. Walk in someone else's shoes. Look into someone else's eyes. And maybe even switch the characters in the story. And when you switch the characters in the story, now what do you learn? What do you learn about how you might reply? How you might reply from a more compassionate, calm space? And how might you take that new view to today's reality? Which takes me to my third point around decision-making, which is resilience. You are resilient. Repeat after me. I am resilient. I am resilient. And I am sure. I am positive. Absolutely. That you in your life have overcome obstacles, challenges, demands. So on the note of resilience, really thinking about Where in my life, what times in my life have I been resilient? So go back. Go back to school days. Go back to your first job. Your first apartment. Search your past and think about the tough times, the obstacles. Now maybe they are different and different sizes than they are today, but those are examples where you have overcome obstacles or maybe you haven't haven't overcome it well. Maybe it was a bumpy, challenging, regretful maybe season of your life. And remember where you started and who you became. And what are some things you think about or what are some strategies you might have had at that time in your life that help you to shift, that helped you to overcome, that helped give you well-being and mental clarity? What strategies did you have then? This always reminds me, I always go back in my mind to university days I was in love with George Michael. He's a musician. He's passed away now. I was in love with George Michael and his song, Faith, because you gotta have faith, was my favorite song. 
And so when I was feeling down or left out or lonely, when my vibe was low, I used to crank that song up, whether I was in my dorm room or whether I was in my student apartment, I would crank that song up and I just couldn't help but dance. At first, I would just tap my toe and then I would pretend I was singing with this air guitar in my hands. It was a guaranteed mood changer. I knew it. And so today, when I'm not in the mood to make a decision, when I'm feeling low and I know this is not the time to respond, I think about what song am I going to turn on here? And I think I shared in another episode, I was on the way to meeting a client. I'm in my car and I could feel my vibe low, melancholy, I would say. It was a gray day. I remember that. The roads were wet. The windshield wipers were on. And I could feel the low vibe. And so I turned on my phone's music. And I clicked on pink. I really enjoy pink. Whew. And it was just a random choice. I clicked on her. And the song came on, Hustle. And I thought, oh, there's the message. Okay, you got to hustle. But when you really listen to the song, the song is, the lyrics are rather, don't hustle me, don't mess with me. And it sort of pumped me up for the moment. It sort of got my vibe all cheered up. And I, there I was driving along, holding on to the steering wheel. My head was bobbing. I had a little beat. My heartbeat raised a little bit. I had a smile. I was singing. And it just changed my vibe. It changed my emotions, my feelings. And it sort of changed my perspective. So thinking back to resilience and things that have helped, strategies that have helped you in the past, in difficult times, in making a decision, in communicating better, in moving from feeling lonely to feeling empowered, from feeling lazy to motivated and inspired. What are strategies that you have used in your life? So it might be meditation, saying a prayer. It could be cranking up a favorite song. It could be going for a walk in nature. It could be getting in the car and going for a quick drive. Roll down the window. It could be taking a few calming breaths and walking away from your computer. It could be going for a hug from someone who loves you. What are your strategies that you have used in the past? And what strategy can you implement here today in this decision that you need to make today? So how do you feel? And how, how do you want to feel as you move into this decision-making? Two, change your perspective. Change the characters in the story. 
if I were my best friend, what advice would she have? If this was my best friend in this situation, how would I communicate with her? And equally, what have I learned from my past? What have I done well? What are strategies I've leaned on? And what are strategies I have grown from? Because I am resilient. And I know you are. I know you listening. I know you are resilient. And the last one is the universe. Just a reminder, it feels like we are carrying the world on our shoulder. It feels like we are taking care. We are making decisions. We are leading the business, the team. And I truly believe that the universe is conspiring to support us, to guide us, to ensure we live our best life, what I would call overflow. So I wonder, are you noticing clues? Are you aware of clues being dropped by the universe in your path? Might those clues, those little nudges, help you in your decision along the way? Certain, certainly in my life, I have felt sort of nudges, like someone tapping me on the shoulder. Sometimes it feels like the universe has grabbed my shoulders and shook me a little. And 100%. With sincerity, the universe has also knocked me over. Outright knocked me over. And so just a reminder, what is it that the universe is trying to guide you towards, protect you from, support you in communicating, either a boundary or something adventurous. I think we need to think about how do we feel? What state are we in? Maybe change our perspective before we make the decision, before we communicate. Think about our past and how resilient we've been. And there's a little bit of this surrender. Surrender to the universe. And just be aware and notice. Are there clues and pebbles dropped in your space along the way? Little nudges from the universe helping you find your direction. And that's what I would think is sort of underpinning, supporting you, holding you up, conspiring to be your guide is the universe. I hope that's helpful for you today. I have been working with um, leaders, talking about decisions, thinking about, gosh, it's Q1. It's the first quarter of 2024. Decisions need to be made. If they're not urgent, 
I mean, even if they are really thinking about your mental state, your mental capacity, your mental strength, how are you feeling? Am I responding from a good place, a positive, a respectful, a loving place, compassionate? What perspective might I take on, switch? What perspective might I look at? Whose shoes would I walk in to help me regain perspective so that I can make a decision? And I think also you have likely made some great decisions and maybe some not so good ones, but I'm sure you've made great decisions in your past. I'm sure you've had strategies to demonstrate how resilient you are, how to shift from one place to another, how to show up, how to say what you need and declare no when you're setting a boundary. And how can you use those strategies today in today's decision, in today's conversation? And be careful. The universe is out there guiding you, leaving little clues, little messages along the way. Maybe you want to drive in silence and then turn on the radio and see what song or song lyrics are there for you. Or turn on your favorite song. Or go for a walk and really wander in nature and see what messages there are lying there for you. What thoughts wander in when you're not under pressure to make the decision? I hope this was helpful. I hope decision-making is on your mind and you can think about some strategies that help you make decisions show up, be respectful, maybe have some fun, be inspired, have some new adventures. It's time to strategize and it's also time to dream. It's still just the first quarter of 2024. What are your big dreams? And I would say, I know you achievers are listening. What are your humongous dreams? And what are the things you're going to do today to fulfill those big dreams, those humongous, amazing, fun, crazy, awesome dreams? So I'll leave you with this quote. Living in your overflow, I I believe, living in your overflow is not the absence of chaos. Rather, it's finding yourself in the midst of that chaos and remaining calm in your heart. And I'll leave a link in the show notes. I've created a journal. It's called Live Your Best Life Today. It's a blank journal open for, well, it's lined for your notes and inspiration. I'm hoping to encourage you to think strategically and dare to dream. And that's what this season's episodes are all about. So preparing for your positive mindset, thinking about simple strategies so that you are set up for the strong and the calm. And this notebook on Amazon is lined pages and there's also some inspirational quotes throughout as a guide, 
as a reminder, as a tap on the shoulder from the universe, that you are here to be amazing. I know you're not here to be average. You are here to be awesome. And that's what this journal is here to help. So if that's something you're interested in, I will also put that link in the show notes. Thanks so much for joining today. Go out there, be strong and calm. It's time to shift out of overdrive into overflow. I hope this podcast feels like a guide in your ear, encouraging a shift in your mindset, boldly challenging you to stretch self-care goals and continue to strive and achieve big accomplishments in life because you're not here to be average. You're here to be awesome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Overflow. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any comments, ideas, or feedback, you can find me on my website, peoplebrain.ca. Thanks so much for listening.